Come on, you yellows. Flying high below this Wembley archway sky today. Welcome to the original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore. We'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify and on iTunes. Time for another Yellow Army podcast, Richard. Back-to-back wins for the first time this season. Yep, two dogs. Ha, two dogs, yeah. There will be some dog noise going on during this podcast because we're... Uh, we're house-sitting two dogs. Yeah, one's got a monkey in its mouth. One's got a monkey in its mouth. That's not a euphemism for anything at all. He actually <laughs> genuinely has got a monkey in his mouth. Uh, and his tail keeps banging against things. That's the sound you can hear. But it's going to be chaos. It's going to be absolute chaos. But thanks for joining us. Uh, if you were at Plainmore on Tuesday night, if you were one of the frozen Have you warmed up yet? <laughs> it was cold. It? My knees didn't work. I got up out of the, the press position and uh, literally my knees just didn't want to play yeah, ball. Absolutely. Uh, and walking back to the car, I was shaking like a, a mad thing. It was an unusual game in that when I parked the car, it was above freezing. And <laughs> by the time I got back to the car, it was iced up. Yeah. But Torquay beat Taunton 4-2. Yeah. No. Interesting. Well, isn't it? I think Aaron said after the game, and Gary said it today. It was an entertaining game, wasn't it? It was. I don't think we were expecting such an entertaining game when we turned no. up. Plenty to talk about, which we'll unpick in a minute. Um, we'll look ahead to two incredibly tough games mm. in the next week or so. Boreham yeah. on Saturday, Woking on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, you couldn't pick two tougher games than that, really, could you? Um, not, not really. Um, but then. As Gary likes to say, they're all tough in the National they're League. They're all tough and you've got to play them all eventually, so you yeah. might as well play them now. Yeah, I mean, with the, the squads in it, we'll talk about it in a minute, but the squads seems to be in a good shape. Mm, does indeed. So it's a good time to play these, these tough games. And if you're not going to Boreham Wood on Saturday, we've got a couple of games that we could recommend for you if uh, if you're not making. Yeah, well, my pessimism of last last week was was <laughs> it's all paid was off, completely it? true, wasn't it? All the games were called off one by one, and including the Bromley one. Oh yes, of course. That's another one we've got to yeah. fit in. Uh, we had a good chat with the gaffer this we morning. We did, yep. Uh, we're just back from that. Um, let's go and hear what the gaffer has to say and we'll be back to unpick everything else on the other side of Gary Johnson. So gaffer, a good start to what is a busy uh, week coming up with a 4-2 win, progression into the fifth round of the uh, FA Trophy. How pleasing was it on Tuesday night that despite going two goals up and then conceding the two goals, we dug in, kept to the plan and kept playing and played our own game and eventually got the result? Yeah, well, at 2-0 up, it's always a dangerous scoreline, as everybody always says. Um, credit to them, they you know, didn't give up. Uh, disappointed that we let the, the two goals in. That was uh, at the end I was sat. Um, a couple of times I've made a little movement to try and keep it out of the net myself. But, um, but uh, the boys kept playing. We, you sort of earn a red card sometimes. You know, somebody gets frustrated. and uh, In our opinion, it was definitely a, a red card. A bit reckless. Um, and we played. You know, I thought we played some good stuff. It's not always easy to play against ten men that are trying to keep a... 2-2 result, um, 
but we did and we created some good opportunities and ended up getting another two. So it was pleasing at the end of the day to score four. Um, but we, you know, we're going to keep trying to work hard to make sure that we, um, you know, we don't give opposition too many chances. <clears throat> they didn't get too many chances, but they scored two of their very few. So we, you know, we have to address that every time that happens. But it does happen. If you can score four, then you shouldn't lose a game. Brought in Nico, uh, Nico Lawrence. Uh, for his full debut on, on Tuesday night, how pleasing was him to see? He just seamlessly seemed to fit into the the, the talky way and, and controlled that back line along with, with Ali and Ross. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, for a debut, it was a it was a strong debut because he, he he didn't try and overdo it. He didn't try and be Lord of the Rovers in his first game, um, but he was solid. You know, he made the goal, Ali's goal, where he he rose above people from a deep free kick and. It was, Real strong header across the goal, and Ali finished it off. Um, no, I'm ple pleased. I mean, you know, we've 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 watched him for a little while. Some of these lads, you 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 watch for a year, and you're thinking, well, when he's ready, if we can time it right, you know, we, we'll we'll get him in. And then we talk to the club. We've got a nice relationship with Southampton. Um, they're a good club for that. And they look after their players, and they make sure they go to the right places, so that when when it does come up, a situation where we ask whether we can loan somebody and they say yes, it shows as much as our respect for them, their respect for us. And uh, you know, everyone knows that we've had some very, very good centre-half loans and he'll, he'll definitely be another one and we're very pleased to get him in. Cups parked now until February and there's two uh, away games coming up now before five back-to-back -back weekend fixtures at Playmore. Woking next Tuesday, obviously, but we start this Saturday at uh, Oran Wood. Hard place to go to. They sat at mid-table. I think perhaps the, the 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 season that we've known that they've had in the past. Oh, yeah. But I obviously expecting another a tough game up there. Well, they're having a lot of games. There's a you know the cup games, and uh, they're also um, you know they've got a particular game plan that they they work to. I think they've drawn quite a few games in the in the last few weeks. Uh, which you know, one point a game for them is is not enough. You know, if, if they want to get right up into the playoffs, they still got a, a chance of getting there, of course, and they're enough. Um, and they're all, it's always a tough tough game when you go to Boreham. You know, they're, they're always you know they're a big team, they're a physical team, and, and you have to cope with that. Um, and of course, we need to go there and try and get a result. And so it's. Uh, an interesting one and one we're going to look forward to because the two games against Brumley and Woking are two teams that are, you know, we know are, are perennial successful teams. Um, certainly this season anyway as far as Woking's concerned and uh, they'll be two tough games and show us you know, where, where we are. Um, Sean Donello uh, was voted uh, December Player of the Month by the fans. What do you feel is his best position though? Um, well, I don't really want to say what I think is his best position because uh, we could play him in anything. He's your proper utility player, that's what he is. Um, you know, he's big enough, strong enough, clever enough to, to be a, a centre-back. Um, he's got the energy to be a midfield player. 
And obviously in between that, if you can do both of them, then obviously you can be a wingman. Um, I don't think he's a very good goalkeeper. Um, but uh, he's done great and he's been very, very consistent in his game. And it looks like he's enjoying himself. looks like you know, he's enjoying get a, getting a real good run of games. And deserve his uh, player of the month tag. Uh, Will Goodwin spoke to Radio Gloucester straight after his debut. It was really quite glowing with how Torquay and you and Aaron had helped uh, helped him with his career. Um, when uh, I mean, how does that work for the other players? Though? I mean, it must be a, a bit of a carrot, really, in a way, to see one of their own. You know, I know it was on loan from Stoke, but you know, climb a couple of uh, couple of mm. leagues as well. Can you use that as a motivational tool? Well, you know, look what Will did. I know Marnie obviously climbed a couple and has gone to Gillingham now. But uh, can you do that? Uh, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of players um, that we we've had over my tenor at, uh, in Torquay, where you could ask the question, how many of those would you like back? And there'll be many more players that we would all rather have back here and play for us rather than gone somewhere else. Uh, there's been the odd, on the odd occasion where say it hasn't quite worked out for somebody um, for whatever reason. Um, but generally our loans have been good loans and it'd be interesting one day for somebody to, if I say this, somebody might probably do it, uh, do a little bit of a list um, of the successful, successful loans that, that have come in. So we don't want players coming here thinking, um, oh, if we played well, uh, because they've worked on me and they've got my mentality out the scraps, they've got my fitness out the scraps, they give me more confidence so that I can move on. Um, and that you know they've got to be totally torquified when they when they come here, and that's what we do. Because you can't impress anybody if you're not playing for the team that you're actually playing for. If you know what I mean. If you've got another team in your head and you're trying to impress them, uh, the chances are you won't. Um, so that's uh, important to know, uh, and we explain that to them when they come here. And those that put their heart and soul in, in, into their training, they listen to the information, uh, they put it in games, then the natural progression is that's what, that's what happens. They, 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 they move on. Um, and that's probably been, our, you know, been a, a strength of ours, but it's also been a weakness of ours. That we, it's unfortunate we can't get... 20 odd players that are all ours um, at the uh, at the quality of some of the loans that we could bring in. Uh, so um, you know we are where we are, and we, we're, we're happy to do that. Some loans have turned into uh, permanent signings, um, but you know it's uh, that's what we have to do, uh, and it's been successful. Because I mean, in a way, it's a bit of a churn, isn't it? Really. I think you've almost talked to in a way of two year cycles where right you've got players for a couple of years. Is there anything talking you could do differently with player contracts and that sort of thing, or is it just what it is really? No, because um, you, know, you, you have to pay through the nose to get people here, top people that have already been there and done it, and you're not guessing, you haven't got to work with them. You know, obviously, there's clubs at the top of our league. You know, where they took players out of the football league that were top goal scorers in the football league, you know, and they decided to come because of the to the national conference because that team's 
paying out the, the finance. So um, there's that situation that clubs that are successful this year, and that's what's happening. So no, we'd love to be able to cherry pick, but that's you know, not, not the situation. All clubs have different situations. But what we do do, and unfortunately we've had a, you know, a, a, a poorer season this season, it's not finished yet, but, um, uh, but we had a, su a success, then COVID, um, then we were that far away from being in the Football League. Um, and then this year we've had to you know, mix and match with our injuries, you know, I don't want anyone crying, you know, getting upset about uh, you know, me being mis not miserable, because I'm, I'm happy with what our club does. I am, it's, it's where we are. Uh, we, have been, we have been competing on occasions, we've been unlucky on occasions, there's many games we can go back, home games that we, we lost a goal in the last minute or something, and, uh, and lost the game or drew the game. But um, I feel we're, we're in a little bit of consistency at this moment in time, I do. Um, and, uh, and I think you know, we've, we've added quality to the squad. Um, and you know, we're probably adding another one uh, today or tomorrow. So, you know, it's, the club is doing all it can to keep us competitive. Anything you can tell us about this new uh, new no. summer? <laughs> 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 worth a try again. Thank you. Always worth a try. Um, I think Aaron touched on it after the game on Tuesday. It was good to see Aaron Jarvis get a couple of goals because. I think you said before, the fans don't often see the work rate, the work that he puts in, that doesn't always result in goals, it sets chances up for other people. How important is it for him to get a couple of goals on the board? Well, we had a chat uh, uh, the, the day before the game and just said, like, let's keep your averages up. You know, I think he's almost one in, one in two, which is where at least you've got to be one goal in every two games. Um, and I could see from where I was sitting, especially in the second half, that he was desperate to score goals and that's what we try and get our strikers to do and that's easy, easy said um, but you have to work with them, you have to show them what is it, what is the passion and the desire to score a goal. Well you've got to be brave, you've got to work hard anyway, you've got to get in there um, every opportunity, you've got to get rebounds off the goalie, off the post, you know you've got to have that mentality of wanting to score that goal. You can't be thinking about that and you're outside the penalty area when the crosses are coming. So he worked, but he works all over the pitch, as you say, he works all over the pitch and his touch is very good. And for a target man, that's what you need. He can get you up the pitch and you can support him. Um, and I'm really pleased that he, he's scoring because he's, at the moment, he's, a, he's an all-round player for us, as well as being um, a mentor to some of the younger ones because he, he's, he's been there, done it, he's had, you know, got the t-shirt, he's had the experience and uh, this is probably, I think it, is it the most goals he's ever scored in, a, yes. in, you know, in a any club he's been at yeah. in a season? So, and it's still half the season and he missed the first half of it. So we're carrying on our, our strengths of getting strikers to, to score goals. And 1,400 on a freezing cold Tuesday night wasn't a bad turnout, was it? The, the Yellow Army are kind of on board for the Cup? Yeah, it's good. Uh, up for the Cup, as they yeah. say, yeah. And, and the more rounds we get through, the, the, the bigger the gate will, will, will be as it gets more and more important. 
Um, I thought it was a good entertaining game. You know, both teams made it an entertaining game. So six goals again, and thank God on this occasion it was uh, four in you know in our favour. Um, but it's great to, to see that crowd and they you know they create an atmosphere and Taunton had a few up there, so there could be a little bit of banter between the two sets of supporters, which yeah. was good. Uh, we won that as well. Um, so that listen, it's, it's, it's nice and people make their mind up and to come, as you say, on a night like that where you've really got to be um, you know, keen to go to see the live game um, rather than sit indoors and just watch it on teletext or teletext, it's still like flash scores or something. Um, you know, it would be a lot easier, wouldn't it? Um, so we, we always say it, but we, we absolutely appreciate their support. The other player I was going to mention, nobody enjoys scoring a goal quite as much as Ali Omar. Are you, again, pleased to see him get on the score sheet? Yeah, but another discussion with, with, with Ali, you know, he's getting into their mental stage, you know, and sometimes it's a tough love, any danger of you scoring uh, or getting anywhere near it. And then, you know, sometimes you're going, listen, it'll come, you know, yeah. and then it depends on how you take, you know, put it over to them and then how they take it. Um, and he's the most enthusiastic person in the world, yeah. um, you know, and uh, it's nice when, when he scores because all that emotion that he's, he's got sort of comes out and that's, that's good. How long does it take you to calm down Tom Lassie after a game? Cause he's He's fully charged, isn't he? I can't, say, I can't say too much myself, can I? Because I, I was serving the one match uh, suspension on, um, the other night. But, um, yeah, I think Tom has to be, you know, he's very competitive. He's disappointed when he feels aggrieved a little bit. And that little man syndrome that we all seem to have, us little ones. Um, and sometimes, you know, you say one more sentence too, too much to get the yellow or the red card, you know what I mean? You've got to be, be very careful, you've got to know when to stop and uh, sometimes it just you know, goes over the top and uh, referees entitled then to give you a yellow card or a red card. And it shows how much he cares, doesn't it? Uh, absolutely, you know, he, he absolutely cares, but um, you don't want to, especially in the trophy, because in the trophy, two bookings and you have to miss the next game. You know, it's uh, competition specific. So a few of them have put themselves in a little bit of danger because there's, I think there's five of five on one booking already. So um, they've got to be careful because you don't want to have a good run in the competition and then miss out as an individual in the semi-final or the final or something, you know, but, or miss out in any game because we're treating it serious, so if you don't play in a game and the team does well, it could be that you know, you, you, you're, not, you're not in the next one. Because we will have now more competition. I'm, I'm you know, really pleased that as a club we've, we've, we've got a stronger, bigger squad now to choose from. Because we will be playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday for a little while. And uh, we've still got to fit in Bromley, we've got to fit in uh, Chesterfield. If we get to the next round, then all of a sudden you've got to fit in another one. Um, you don't want to be playing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, last game of the season, uh, last week of the season. So it's a, a difficult one when it gets to this stage, and we don't know about the, the weather. You know, I don't know what it's like at Boreham Wood at the minute, but I know it's pretty rough. You know, there's a couple of games been cancelled down in that area. 
So we'll just keep our fingers crossed that we can keep the normal games going uh, and not get caught up with so many, too many games in the last two or three weeks of the season. You're going to have two consecutive games on two consecutive Saturdays against Barnet now. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. interesting. Well, exactly. But um, as we learned from Yeovil last year when we won six or something yeah. and then we got beat there. So um, it just shows you how every game is pretty similar against some teams and it's where you get the luck, the bad luck, uh, mistime tackle, deflection for a goal, all that, you know, it's fine, fine margins, isn't it, sometimes. But um, it'd be interesting, you know, because you can adjust in the second game if you need to. Um, or play a fresh team, do we play a fresh team, do they play a fresh team, you know, so that the tactics are different, you know, we'll have to wait and see, but uh, unusual and not something you would, you would want normally. Well, seeing as we finished there chatting about Ali Omar and Dylan De Silva and the goals which, uh, which were scored on Tuesday night, let's, let's, let's go back to Tuesday night. On the face of it, not much of a game, an FA Trophy tie at home to Taunton Town, fourth round of the FA Trophy. Postponed from Saturday, of course. From Saturday. The last time we had an FA Trophy game at Plainmore, there were less than 800 people there. Yeah. Uh, but Tuesday turned into a rip-roaring evening, didn't it? It was It was an entertaining game, and there was, what, 1,400 there? Yeah, 1,411. Um, it's a shame, really, that it didn't happen on Saturday, because I think... Taunton would have bought a lot more. They would, um, they would. considerable lot more. Yeah. But in the end, I think they bought about 150 or something. But um, they made they made themselves. Quite uh, boisterous, yeah, they, they? Were, they yeah, were quite boisterous. Was, uh, Some very good uh, banter back and forth between the younger elements of the Torquay support and uh, and and the Taunton fans. Yeah, it was uh, it was added a bit, didn't it? And so, I mean, some of the chants that the Taunton fans came with were, were very funny. Yeah. We'll give them that. There yeah. was some. You've uh, got school in the morning. Stuff. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. And you're talking United. We'll see you next year. Yeah. Which, which of course they won't unless they get promoted. Which they won't. Which, which they won't. So it's it's academic. We may see them in the cup next. Yeah. Year. But there we go. Um, Dylan De Silva's goal. We'll talk about it in a minute. Ali Omar, fabulous to see Ali Omar get fabulous. a goal. We yeah. love to see Ali Omar score a goal. He likes the celebration. Uh, and two in the second half from Aaron Jarvis. Yeah. Which was good. Just reward for him again, as Gary was saying. Um, you know, they've had the chat about you know keep doing what you're doing and the goals will come. Yeah. And sure enough, they do. Yeah. But let's talk about Tom Lapsley. Let's he's talk about Tom. He all talked on that, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. uh, Tom he talked himself into the book, didn't he? Well, the funny thing about that booking, and we spotted it at the time, was that when the referee was talking to him and was taking his name and reading the riot act, the referee was pointing there on the pitch, over there on the pitch, over there. On the, he was pointing out all the places where Tom actually had cheesed him off. I don't think... <laughs> They were accurate points. <laughs> I don't think he'd stored up exactly the position on the pitch where Tom Lapsley had uh, engaged him in conversation. <laughs> but I mean, Tom was really, really up for it Tuesday night. Yeah. He's been booked the last two games for over-enthusiasm, hasn't he? Yeah. He was booked yeah. against Halifax for charging And then you see him go back for a little bit more and you think, Tom! Just walk away. <laughs> so we were speculating, weren't we, that does he run everywhere? Yeah. Does, he, does he do his shopping when he's in Tesco? Down, down the in I've, I've seen him in Tesco, but does he run the, the Tesco in, in Babacombe is quite small, so I think okay. he'd be hard pushed to run down the aisles in there. But um, I should imagine he ran two Tescos yeah. from, from wherever he, his abode is, so yeah. 
But I, I mean, he's playing so well at the moment. We like Tom Lapsley. We like anyway. Tom Lapsley. Yeah, he's, he's, he's in the, he's in the, favorite, the Matt Hoppy mould for you, isn't he? He is, absolutely. But doesn't it? it, it sorry, the wagging tail of the dog <laughs> is, is a constant uh, soundtrack this week. But he just gets stuck into everything, Tom Lapsley. Yeah. He runs the game. If you look at him as well on the highlights, which are on the club website, uh, he finds Dylan De Silva for the first goal. He's involved in everything else. His 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 passing from midfield when we're going forward, um, and he finds Dylan De Silva on the on, on the right for that. Uh, some of those passes are, are, are really pinpoint sharp accurate. Yeah. He's he's got a really good pass on him, and that's not necessarily what we think of no, as his game. Right. But right. he does have um, that element to his game as well. Um, <laughs> I don't want to say in a better team, but you know Tom Lapsley would get in a talky team. Oh, he, any yes, talky yes, team? He would. Yes, I think he absolutely would. And uh, he's, he might he's, have even got into Leroy's team. He might. He's a joy to watch, though, isn't he? He's um, he's an absolute joy to watch. But he's going to have to watch these bookings. Yeah. Two yeah. bookings in the last two games. We're into the second half of the booking phase. Aren't in, we? Interestingly, Gary pointed out, which I didn't realise today, that um, the FA Trophy is is a yeah. booking specific tournament competition. Therefore, bookings are picked up in the trophy only affect the trophy. They don't affect the league campaign. But if you get two, but if you get two, you miss a game. Yeah, yeah, that is so, interesting. Um, it'd be worth having a look to see. Um, who was booked in the trophy so far? But there's, there's a couple of players apparently on on one booking, yeah. and a, another booking would see them miss a game. Ben Wyatt got booked as well, yeah. didn't he, on yeah. Tuesday night? So he does pick up a booking now and then. Yeah, he certainly gets he puts himself around and picks up bookings. But yeah, interesting. And the last thing you'd want is to pick up your second booking in the semi final, isn't of it? Of course. I mean, yeah, you gather all over again. Yeah. Uh, did Kenny Vasey miss one, or was that both injuries? I think I think, I think that was, was it both injuries? That'd yeah. be heartbreaking, though. Yeah. Um, Dylan De Silva's goal. Yep. As as we were saying to Gary, we had the perfect view. Sometimes you're in the perfect place for yeah. those goals. For those those right goals from him, from we? from outright uh, at the uh, Babacom end. We saw the curve and the elevation. You could see it was going in from from the moment you hit it. Yeah. yeah because he must have known. You it could going. you could tell where the goalie was, and he was never going to get it if it no. if if it curled in. So yeah, it was brilliant. Goalie was slightly off his line, wasn't he? Yeah. Showing which Dylan had seen and just bent the ball over the top of him into yeah, the Yeah, Gary did joke that it was it was probably a cross, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it wasn't because uh, it was a perfectly struck uh, uh, goal. It it looks great on the uh, on the highlights on the video, but it looked even better. Yeah. From, um, from where we were. Yeah. Ali Omar's goal, obviously a, a great header, as Gary points out again, from Nico Lawrence. Yeah, which uh, first of all I gave it to uh, Evans, then I gave it to Wyatt, yeah, and we now, now I'm giving it to Lawrence. It's, it's Nico Lawrence. It's, we, it, it's one of those things in the press box, it's, it's not Old Trafford or Wembley, is it? You don't have a replay to, you uh, you only have to refer to, you have one shot. You do, you have one chance to get it right, and, and well, we don't always get it right, no. but we try. But great to see Ali scoring, and then second half... Ben Wyatt, lovely run around the defender. Yeah, Again, down to that's the worth line. looking at on yeah. the highlights. I wasn't sure if I'd seen that properly on the, at uh, 
at the time, did he really poke the ball one side of the defender? That used to be my trick when I was a when I was a, a wee lad. I right? liked to do that. Yeah, put it one way because I knew I had the speed to get past. Yeah. Uh, the big boys at the back, and uh, yeah, I just poke it. Poke. I mean, you know, no, you know, I'm talking about when I was playing in school football, and there was no really any possession positional sense by anyone. So there was no one to after you no. put it past the defender and yeah. then run around the other side. There was no one else there. You see, as one of those big boys at the back, yeah. you would only have done that once really okay <laughs> I, uh, you've got to run further yeah. because you've got yeah, to go got to go do, a, do an yeah. arc but i was always pretty convinced that i could i could run you could double act, the distance of the, the person run. i was having to go with of course the defender's got to turn as yeah well exactly he can chase you so exactly. it's a clever move anyway you learn it off me lovely cross <laughs> good header great to see aaron jarvis scoring the penalty Odd one. It yeah, wasn't odd there, one. there was a penalty. There was there was almost a definite penalty that it wasn't was. that wasn't yeah. given later on. Uh, they were both handballs, weren't they? But first and foremost, Aaron Jarvis's strike of the ball was was pretty fierce. It was it was it was travelling at some speed when yeah. it hit the lad. Now he went down holding his unmentionables. <laughs> Well, I'm not quite sure what happened because if you look at it on the video again, it looks more clear than it did there. It, it does look handball on the video. Right. To be okay. Uh, I'm not quite sure what hurt so much unless he broke a couple of fingers. Well, honestly, uh, could he get out of the way of it though? I mean, no, I don't, I think, don't he think he could. He could I, mean, I think, but these things. And I don't think he was up. necessarily in a uh, whatever they call it an unusual position no. or whatever. so. Yeah. I think he was unlucky. They didn't complain very much. No, they didn't. Um, and, and there and, was and a blatant one later on that didn't get given. Where the bloke's arm was, was in the air, basically, yeah. when it hit his hand. And the referee didn't get back, so I don't know what the referee was doing. And the fact that they didn't complain is interesting because they complained about everything else. <laughs> I walked out, and we'll come to the sending off in a minute. I walked out of the ground past their, I think he's a head of football, can't remember his name now. Rob Day, I can't remember, Rob, someone. Rob. Uh, and he was chatting to, I think... Uh, they don't have a manager, do they? They have a head, head of football, head of football. yeah. Uh, and he was bitterly disappointed with the sending off. Right, OK. Um, it did happen in front of them. Now, it looked like a sending off from the moment the challenge occurred yeah. to us. And it was right in front of us as well. It, I mean... The players' studs have gone into Kieran Evans' back yeah. to the extent they've torn his they've shirt. They've torn his shirt. Um, so the, his studs are high, his studs are above waist height, they've caught him in the back. Evans it's, did make a bit of a scream. Yeah, um, it, yeah. I mean, I would, to be fair. Um, it would, I mean, it was toss-up. It was certainly a booking or a sending off. It was a card of some The referee didn't think twice about it, did he? Didn't. It? It was he was straight, straight, straight red. Uh, and it, you have to say it did change the game yeah, they just got back into it at that point Aaron two, two. said that afterwards as well yeah. he said it, that, that was the turning point of the game but second half Torquay were very impressive I thought I, I think for the the opening 10 minutes Taunton gave it a go didn't they and then we got the, the second goal or whatever, yeah. whatever time that was and, and then it was it was all over really there were some good performances I know it, again you'll say it's only the FA Trophy and it's a team that we should be beating but if they can take those performances through <laughs> Bang, bang, bang goes the dog's tail. Um, if they can take those performances through to these two league games, yeah. then it's worthwhile, isn't it? Sometimes uh, trophy games seem to be at the wrong time, don't they? Mm. I think this one possibly, the fact that we lost the the Bromley game because of the postponement on yeah, Saturday. Yeah. But apart from that, I think it, come at, it comes at the right time because... Um, it was a good chance to get another win after a win. Yeah. You know, back-to-back uh, yeah. -back wins have been valuable. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, th I think it was the right time for, 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 for the game against Taunton. 
And two players making their debuts. We talked a little bit about Nico Lawrence. He he looks the real deal, looks, doesn't he? Looks solid at the back, yeah. didn't he? Did did a couple of things that um, stood out. He, 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 someone behind me said, oh, it's, it's Joe Lewis when he surged forward a, yeah, a bit yeah. uh, from the back and looked comfortable when he did that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, we liked him. Like him, yeah. like him a lot. Tim Sills likes him, apparently. Really? Yeah, yeah. He, tweeted, yeah. he tweeted that he had a... Because Tim Sills is the manager of... Wimborne? Wimborne now, that's Wimborne. right, yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously they've played a team, uh, possibly yeah. a Southampton team at some point in yeah. pre-season or whatever. And uh, there was a, a brief cameo appearance from James Kroll. Yeah. Uh, who Didn't was the do much. 32nd player that, that we right? this season. Wow. Um, um, is that not his shirt number? Oh, it might be. It might be, it might be. I think sure. it was a 30 something. It'd be interesting if I that haven't was, got the yeah. team sheet no. with me now. I got rid of my team sheet. Um, but uh, he didn't do a lot, but then but then he was only on for a short while. And the game uh, was won, the by game then. was won, um, and we shall see him again. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be better to judge him on that performance rather than this one, I think. And of course, it's uh, we should mention Aaron Jarvis, uh, Aaron Jarvis, Aaron Downs, Aaron Downs taking charge with yep. Gary sitting in the director's box in yep. the warm, being, being having been red carded. Uh, yeah, he kept that one quiet, didn't he? I mean, we we all knew that that red card had happened, and he didn't really want to talk about it previously no. because he didn't want to alert the. Off- <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know the, the, the thinking behind it, but he didn't really want to talk about it because he didn't want it in the public eye. Okay. There, was, there are some though, cards that Gary likes to keep close yeah, to his chest, yeah. and that was one of them. Um, obviously, he knew that it would. I mean, it, it was a bit of luck, really, isn't it? Getting getting yeah. the, the trophy game as your as your suspension, but um, maybe that's what he played for. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. why he was keeping it quiet. Um, um, so Aaron was. Uh, on the, the the sidelines by himself. He looked very lonely at times, didn't he? He did. Yeah. He did. He did. And Gary was saying um, this morning, he's saying it's the first time he's watched a match from behind the goal since he was a, a follower of Fulham yeah. back in the day. He yeah. used to get up, uh, get up in the in the hurly burly behind yeah. the goals. But there you go. So a tick in the box all around. A, a, a game one, an important morale boost. All the fans have been up for it this week. A home tie against Barnet. The so, week before a home tie against, against Barnet. Yeah. So Barnet twice. So we'll, we'll get to know Double ben, Barnet. We'll get to know Ben Winter. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Uh, the f- funny thing that, of course, Aaron said afterwards, and he's quite right. Barnet are the highest ranked team left in the competition. I didn't realise that at the time. Yeah. Who thought you would ever hear those words? <laughs> yeah. Barnet are the highest ranked team left yeah. in the competition. Yeah. So we've got them. Um, they're, they're there to be. That'll be a tough game. Yeah. But yeah, good side. If they're the highest rank team in the competition then we've got a chance of, of winning this yeah. blim- this blimmin thing this blimmin thing let's let's win this blimmin yeah. thing I quite like another trip to Wembley it's been a while yeah, there'll be some reason why it's not a Wembley guy you know that oh. <laughs> funny enough we, we always said um, for years we've been banging on on this podcast about play these games at Villa Park or Bristol City. Bristol City or somewhere like that nah, where you've got half a chance to Wembley, really. I'm coming around to Gary's way of thinking really I mean Gary's been in two finals now where he, he should have been at Wembley and wasn't one was Villa Park I think and one of course was Ashton Gate so he wants to get a game at Wembley yeah, and yeah. you can blame him and it's, I wouldn't mind going back to the old place yeah, and I could dust off the old tune. Dust the off F- the F- old H- tune. FA Trophy 2008. A press box <laughs> with little video screens and yeah, a, a buffet running all day in, yeah. the, in the press area. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Wouldn't have to bring my own flask to Wembley, yeah. would I? Take your, take your passport to get in, if I remember rightly. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. But then, if I remember rightly, especially for the FA Trophy final when we played against Ebbsfleet, 
the level of security and sort of chaperoning yeah. was the same as it would have been if it had been England against Brazil. It was weird. Yeah. So there were two people in the lift with me going up to the press yeah. area to make yeah. sure I got to the right place. And yeah. People to greet you at the door and make sure... It was you... a very hot day. I remember I was, was. sweating. <laughs> Let's hope we get back there again. Would be nice. Let's have a look ahead at these two games coming up then. Borehamwood on Saturday. We play Borehamwood a lot, don't we? Or we seem to. We do, yeah. We have actually played them 16 times now. Have we? We've, we've, we've won five of them. I was going to say, we've not got a great won record. won three of them and lost eight of them. Yeah. The last time we won at Boreham Wood was February 2016. Right. A 1-0 win during one of the great escapes. And Nathan right. Blissett was the scorer. Nathan Blissett. The goal that day. Um, when you say 2016, I think, I think it's yesterday. But of course, know, it's seven it's years ago. Yeah, it's going back. It is going back. Uh, they won 1-0... At Plainmore on August the 20th, Jamal Fifield, really early goal, if I remember rightly. Yeah. Um, which we never really recovered from. Uh, they're not on a great run at the moment. I was going to say, they're, they're not the boring wood that they have been in previous seasons, no, are they're they? they're 12th in the league. Uh, their last five games, lost one, lost, drawn, drawn. Mm-hmm. So they're on a bit, of a bit of a dodgy run. Good. Maybe it's a good time to meet them. Got some decent players, though. We like that Lee Undlove, who played yeah. up front for them. Yeah. Um, of course, there was, they, they had a good FA Cup run as well, didn't they? They did. Are, yeah. are they still in it? I'm not sure. I can't remember what I they think did. they've still got a tie to play, haven't they? Maybe they have, yeah. We've, Maybe they did go to a draw. Res- we're yeah. under-researched again, yeah. aren't we? Um, but, I mean, it's, if there was ever a good time to go and play Boreham Wood, this is probably it. We're coming off back-to-back wins with confidence increasing, and they're on a dodgy run. Yeah. And so, we've just we've just beaten the mighty Taunton. We've just beaten the mighty Taunton town. Bookies have Boreham Wood eleven to ten on, and we're five to two. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. I might actually take yeah, that. Yeah, I yeah. might I might put a guinea on that for um, <laughs> 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 just time that right as you were taking a mouthful of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I might a pop, dog toy as well. I might pop a guinea on talking. Pop a guinea on, on it. <laughs> uh, and then we go to Woking. Can we have a catchphrase? <laughs> pop a guinea on it. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get somebody to say that, don't we? Uh, Woking will be harder. Yeah. Uh, Woking are they're, they're on They're on a good run, aren't they? I mean, yeah. they... Darren Saul, who's the ex-Yover manager, of course, has got them firing on yeah. all cylinders. They won their last four games. They've got Barnet at home on Saturday. They've won the last four, have they? Yeah. Ouch. Saturday, they're at home to Barnet, aren't we all? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're going well. The uh, odds for Tuesday night, Woking are 13-8 to 8 on, and we're 10 to 3. Pop a guinea on it. Pop a guinea on it. <laughs> I can see this turning into a catchphrase. <laughs> uh, they've, I mean, they've got a decent side. Patrick Armand is there. Woking, yeah, he's Torquay. a decent player. Yeah, 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 yeah. It isn't quite the rivalry it was in National League South days. No, remember that? When that Ben was Gehring a, was there. And yeah, that, that was, was that, uh, that free all away. That was that oh, something what special, a, wasn't it? What a game that was. Wasn't it? Hey? What a game. <laughs> that part, I mean, everybody remembers Ben Winter's third goal, but that pass from Rory Keating... Around the defender for Jamie Reed yep. for one of the goals. Yep. There was just so much to enjoy that day. But uh, there you go. I think times have changed. August the 29th, they were at Plainmore and they beat us 3 1. Yeah. Ross Marshall put us in front. Did he? And then they scored three latish goals two from James Daly and one from Jack Rolls. Yeah. But we were in front with 15 minutes to go wow. and let it slip to a 3 1. We've played them 25 times. Yeah, did. We've won nine, drawn six, lost ten. We okay. won up there last April as well. We need to redress that balance then, don't we? We do. Yeah. 
Armani Little got the only goal of the game up there last April. Gone to Gillingham, did I hear Armani Little? I thought he'd gone to Wimbledon. Right, okay. Someone said Gillingham this morning. Yeah, yeah, I know it was um, Alan. He, Alan Richardson may have that right, I may have that wrong, right. but I've got it written down there as he's gone on loan from FGR to AFC Wimbledon, which is a strange move. Yeah. Things haven't quite worked out for him as he hoped they would, I don't think, no. for a screen. No. But then perhaps it's They're the, struggling uh, anyway, before it's going to the bottom of the League One, aren't they? Considering it, they went up top yeah. of... League Two, yeah. ahead of Exeter yesterday, yesterday, last season. Looks like they're coming down, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does look like bouncing straight back. Perhaps he doesn't like the vegan burgers up there. Maybe Perhaps he does not agreeing with yeah. him up there. It'd be all right for us, wouldn't it? Yeah, be being, right for you being and me. old veggies. See, when we played up there the last time and everybody went piling up to the um, the food outlet at Forest Green, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it's of some of the did. best food I've yeah. ever had at an away game. There were a lot of moans and groans around there that you As couldn't if they get a burger know. and all that sort of thing. I thought it was brilliant. A um, lot of action on social media this week. Um, Gary's talking about two players coming in. Two players coming in. Uh, we're just awaiting confirmation. I think there was a few I's to cross and dots to T. Something like that. Dots, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure you've got that the right way around, but, uh, but I would not be prepared to pop a guinea on it. Um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so some interesting movements. Not quite sure what positions we're talking about. No. We did try to ask today, but Gary, as Gary always does... He shut it down immediately. I'm not yeah. telling There was it, no ambiguity he said, there. Was a... But, uh, I mean, he's obviously looking to add to the squad again. Yeah. Um, there's no reluctance from the club's owners to um, to come in and... No. I mean, he addressed yeah. that, didn't he, in the, in, in, the, in the chat. He talked about the fact that they we, we are a team that cannot get experienced players in because the money just isn't there to do that. That's right. And, uh, you know, you need to get loan players in or young players or players that are on their way up rather than on the way down, as it were. Um, it's, it's, it's where we are. It's what we've got to do. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're, a, we're a club that improves players and moves them on to yeah. other teams. And I know that's heartbreaking for, uh, for the management from time to time. But as you say, that's just kind of where we are. I'm just looking through Twitter scrolling, here because somebody, scrolling. somebody did post something about a player, but I can't find it. Think, I think the name Jacob came up by accident this morning in the press conference or after the press conference. I'm not giving any away trade secrets. We shall see. There are plenty of Jakes and Jacobs around. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah let's see what happens. Another couple of players coming in. Very encouraging. Um, pro- been, by the time you listen to this, they'll probably it'll, probably, they it'll be out. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're so, trying to hedge our bets. Here yeah, because we I know wouldn't put a guinea on it there. <laughs> Pop again. Um, social media. Richard Heesom, um, regular Twitter mm-hmm. tweeter, posted on Twitter, and I think this sums everything up for us. Uh, Talkie, it's Talkie actually win two games of football in a row. Clearly, this is the end of days. Yes, <laughs> very good. It was uh, um, ex goals. We're talking about ex goals. Armani Little, Lucas Ness. Uh, I yep. read something about Lucas Ness. He's in the Charlton first team, yep. getting rave reviews. Yeah, he looked uh, good, didn't he? Making a name for himself. Yeah. I mean, we we thought when he was here that he would play at Championship level. Probably, you know, he's a decent Championship level defender. Yeah, no, he, he looks good. He looks good. Good for him. So, if you're not going to Borehamwood on no, Saturday, no, where are you going on Saturday, Richard? Yeah, you see, I've, I've got to do my talking night duties, but I'm going to try and work something out this weekend, yeah. I think, because I think I want to go to uh, 
Buckland or Brixham. Or Brixham. Um, Buckland or Brixham. Yeah. FA Vars. Have you thought about it? I'm thinking of heading over to Brixham. So if you go to Brixham. Yeah. And I go to Buckland. We've got them both covered. Yeah. And uh, I might have to slack (laughs) slack in my my Talk United match report duties to after the game or something. Don't don't tell the bosses. Don't tell the boss. Absolutely not. Um, Yeah. Let's fill the fill in the blanks on this then. Buckland play Ascot. Yeah. Um, a game that was postponed last week. Both as, everything as, was postponed. As we going I've be. got a picture of a South Devon League game on the back back of the, the paper this week because <laughs> and a they, very very good picture it is. Yeah, they they the uh, Paint Saints reserves play on a plastic pitch as it were, so yeah. their game was still on against Chudley. There we go. Nice nice picture that yeah. is as well. Um, good good work, Annie McPhee. Yeah, let's do that one. Uh, if Buckland do beat Ascot, they could be away at Bridgewater. Uh, Bridgewater are a tough team at the moment. Mm. Um, Bridgewater United, not town. They changed it uh, in the summer. Um, I've got a, a money man up there, and yeah. they are throwing money at them. So they're, sure. they're top of the table. I think actually, they. I think yeah, they. I think they are top of the table. There's a little bit of a. Uh, uh, it's between them and Saltash at the top of that uh, Western League Premier Division table at the moment. But um, yeah, they're, they're they're a tough team. I but they've got to play at Erith, is it? Yeah, I saw yeah. Bridgewater play at Brixham last season. That was in the. FA could have cup, been in the early could have been in the cup yeah yeah that makes sense yeah. uh, they were yeah. good they yeah. were good good side it was a good game very even game um, but yeah so Buckland Ascot Buckland Ascot and Brixham versus Rains Park Vale yeah I went I, I went through the tube on I went, oh, it's, it's an overground station but it is it is, it? is, is the underground that's all I know about them whereabouts in London it's in London somewhere it's in London somewhere because it was on the tube somewhere. so when you're on the tube you I don't really know where you are no, that's, that's very <laughs> true uh, and the reward, if they can win that on Saturday, is away to either Corsham Town or Deal Town. Yeah, so Deal's a bit of a trip. trip. Yeah, Corsham's not too bad, is it? Well, it's um, um, Wiltshire, isn't it? But Deal is Kent. Is, is Deal one of the sink... Well, I know it probably isn't. Don't know. Don't know. But a uh, long trip. Yeah. But should both should be great games. Both yeah. should get big crowds. Absolutely. If the weather I, stays like this, I, th- I think Buckland will have a big crowd. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um... Good places to go and watch football, support your local clubs, hand over your money at the gate, buy a 50-50 ticket and have a cup of tea. The And or a beer. And or a beer. I'm not sure you can pop a guinea on either of these no. games. No. Oh, I think you probably can. Can you? Actually, can yeah. You? I think they do do uh, FA, FA Vars games on some some reputable bookmakers. We shouldn't be encouraging gambling, though, should no. we? No. <laughs> We've got the wrong wrong term for that, really. Pop, pop a guinea pop on a it. Pop a guinea on it. It's just... One pound, one shit. One pound and five p a guinea would be, wouldn't it? Remember when you used to have to pay the tax on your on your bets? Yeah. So if you if you wanted to win, if you wanted to to take the ten percent, uh, if you wanted them not to take the ten percent from your winnings, you 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 paid ten percent extra to your. Yeah, your you, stake. you could yeah. either pay on your stake or on your yeah. winnings, couldn't you? It's not it, that long ago that disappeared, was no. it? And going into in the days before the internet, Saturday morning you would pop into your local turf accountant. Yeah. Fill in a little piece of paper, yep. hand it over. I think people still do that because I, I think it's it's a bit of a Saturday tradition a for ritual, some people, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. a right. Um, go for a pint, put yeah. your bets on. Yeah. Happy days, Rich. Absolutely. Days. Yeah, yeah. We've got all starry-eyed. We have. Misty-eyed. And... So big, big games coming up this weekend. Wherever yeah. you're going to watch your football, there's also a full programme of local football on. Of course there is, yeah. Uh, Plenty of local football to watch. How much? Uh, it's, it's, football's been hit quite badly in the last couple of weeks by postponements. But um, 
looking out there at the moment, it looks quite yeah. nice. I know we had a little bit of snow yesterday, but um, yeah. or overnight yesterday, but at the moment it looks quite nice, and it's not as cold as it was, is it? No, it's as cold as it was on Tuesday night, anyway. See, we I, that that we have a phrase for it in this household, which is your football cold. Yeah. When you come home from football, you know you're not going to get properly warm for a couple of hours. doesn't matter. You can sit on top of the radiator. Yeah. You can go and have a hot shower. You can do all those things. You're not going to be warm for hours. Absolutely. And that's how it was. That's football cold. Night, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But it's worth sitting down, standing over on the pop side. You At least you can get that bobble about there. Yeah. You can move around and the talky fans. I love the way the talky fans completely disregarded the flow of the game and all went to stand down in the corner yeah. where they could be eyeball to eyeball with the Taunton yeah. fans. But it was a decent game on Tuesday. I enjoyed it, Rich. Yeah, no, it was, it was as I said before, it was an entertaining game. And if you didn't go because you thought it was going to be rubbish, then you made the wrong decision. If you didn't go because you didn't want to be cold, you made the right decision. <laughs> exactly the right decision. Yeah. But fair play to the 1,400 that did. And there'll be a much bigger crowd than that for Barnet because we're there in the last be. 16, aren't we? Last 16. Almost touching the quarterfinals. That'll be fun. Thanks for your time. I think yeah. we've probably exhausted our agenda this week. Back-to-back wins. Let's uh, let's hope we can carry some of that form, some of that confidence, some of that optimism. Is is what was coming out of the training ground this morning? I think it was good. Yeah, there was um, there was a lot of there was a buzz. There was a buzz. Two tough games, sir. Yeah. Let's uh, let's reconvene in a week's time. Let's do it again. And uh, yeah, let's let's do it all over again. Thanks for your time, and we'll finish as ever. Come Put a on, on it. Oh. <laughs> pop a guinea on it. I, I, still, I can't even get it right. <laughs> can't even get the actual thing that I was getting we'll wrong right. We'll rehearse. Yeah, it. let's let's do it again. Come, Come on, on, you yellows. yellows, perfect. Come on, you yellows. Flying high below the Wembley archway sky today. Come on, you yellows.